Hey, this is Zach Moss with the Indianapolis Coast, and you listen to the Fantasy Points Podcast. Points podcast. My name is Joe Dolan, and with our director of social media, Trey Camberling, here. Hope everybody enjoyed the interview we did with Detroit Lions rookie linebacker Jack Campbell. We have somebody who plays offense uh, today, Trey, which, you know, we don't talk defense a ton unless you listen to our guys, Vardens and Simons, do the IDP Corner podcast. But um, it was great to talk to Jack, get some insight from him. And now today, we're going to talk to Zach Moss, the uh, the running back for the Indianapolis Colts, obviously was drafted in the third round a couple of years back by the Buffalo Bills and got traded mid-season last year in the Naeem Hines deal and um, has kind of started to reestablish himself in Indianapolis. Ended up maybe, I don't want to say rescue his career, but just kind of give him a fresh start where there's going to be some more opportunity for him. It was interesting to hear his insight on some of the things surrounding the running back position, the fact that Anthony Richardson is going to be there in Indianapolis. I hope everybody enjoys talking to him. Trey, uh, good to be with you again, my friend, uh, out there in Utah, where which is where Zach is. Yeah, he's he's kind of the king of Utah. Uh, if you if you talk to any of the media personalities around town, they'll say he's the easiest and best interview. Great guy. Just had a baby, so he's he's going through all that kind of stuff. You'll get to hear a little bit of about uh, his his journey in in the pod. You know, he gets traded and and yeah, a lot of other interesting things about about the young guys he's playing with. His time with Josh. Sean, it's it's a great interview, such a great guy, and with all that going on, you know, we we're super appreciative that he that he gave us the time. So uh, we spent 15 minutes with Zach Moss, and I hope you enjoy it. And here he is. Welcome back to the Fantasy Points Podcast. Loving having players on, sharing their opinions with us, and just sharing a little bit about themselves. Today, we're thrilled to welcome in Zach Moss, running back of the Indianapolis Colts, to the show. Uh, with Trey Camberling. I am Joe Dolan. Of course, Zach, it's wonderful to, to have you on. Thank you for joining us. Uh, how are you doing today? Absolutely, man. Appreciate you having me on. Been, I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, doing great. And like, uh, really just interested to get like your opinions on, you know, having your first off season with the Indianapolis Colts. And, you know, I think there's some opportunity here for you um, behind Jonathan Taylor seems to be a little bit of a committee forming. Everybody's kind of got their own special skill set. What what are you expecting to provide in your role in 2023 uh, in this backfield? Just consistency. Uh, that's something my approach to every season um, is to be as consistent as I can be, um, be the most consistent back on the team. Um, so, you know, whatever that role is looking like, whatever the coaches are asking for um, from myself, is just to be consistent and just, you know, to do that every single time. Um, so that way, you know, one of the biggest things coaches uh, love in players is to be able to trust them uh, in any moment of the game, you know, late op- late time in the game, early in the game, uh, closing half times, you know, football on this level is more situational things. Um, so they, they love to have people they can trust. So just being consistent. And I think when you be when you are consistent, uh, that equals uh, a lot of trust factor from the coaches. You look at the other guys in that backfield, JT, um, Evan Holes, a rookie, Deion Jackson. What do those what do those guys bring to the table? Do they each bring something kind of unique? Yeah, we're all totally different. Um, you know, obviously JT is who he is. Um, I'm myself and you know, Dion and, and Evan are two really good players as well. Um, we all bring something totally different, um, which I think is a big thing that you do need in in a, in a running back room is guys who can do um, different things and 
can also do a lot of things uh, similarity wise um, very efficiently as well. So we all bring something totally different. Uh, Evan is a real good pass catcher, so is Dion. And, um, you know, I like to think of myself as uh, as all around guy, and JT definitely is that. And I mean, all those guys are really all around guys, but, you know, we all do something totally different in some areas um, guys are better at. But, you know, excited for this room. We've got a real good room. Um, guys that love to work hard. So you look at the Dalvin Cook situation, you know, the guy who's produced the way he has just kind of getting released. Joe Mixon's in the news about the Bengals potentially moving on. You're in a contract year, and I, I mean, this is your livelihood. What do you think about the way the running back position is discussed? Uh, how do you think about the way running backs are essentially being treated today? Is that what would you say to that situation that is probably very frustrating for you? You know, a lot of it is business. Um, and when you understand how the business works and how and where the running back uh, position was at back in the day to where it's at now and how the game has developed and um, how we're being used in offenses and things of that nature, um, I think definitely to some degree we've been taken for granted uh, for what we bring and um, the amount of hits, just the whole uh, ensemble of being a running back in the league. But, you know, hopefully we can get back to where, you know, we used to be. And, you know, teams definitely depended on running backs a lot more than they do now. Um, but a lot of it is just being, you know, how the game has changed. The game is so much of a pass-heavy game. And you got so many talented quarterbacks. And a lot of teams now are looking for guys that can also obviously quarterbacks who can also obviously throw but also run the ball very efficiently uh you know that's literally in every draft that's what you have going on now is you need a guy who's a dual threat quarterback um back in the day you didn't have to mean dual threats so the back was um depended on heavily so now it's the game has changed with that type of scheme from uh offenses and then just the analytic part of things and just number games and you know, it's, it's, it's gotten – it's a lot of things that we're going up against as running backs. But, um, like I said, when you kind of understand it, you just have to find ways to maneuver around it and just continue to work and make sure you are being as valuable as you possibly can in your position. Zach, you're known as a guy who's an uh, uh, angry runner, short yardage, tough, tough yards kind of guy, uh, but you're also extremely reliable in pass protection. Do you think that's a larger focus this year, uh, protecting the quarterback when you're rolling into the season with, with a rookie and Anthony Richardson? Uh, I think it's a big factor every, every season. Um, honestly, I think no matter what year the quarterback is in, um, pass protection is probably the, the most important things that – us backs do. I think that is one part of the game where, like I said, where can you be more valuable at? A lot of backs can't pass protect with the consistency that it takes to be on the field every down, right? Um, so that's a big part of it and understanding blitzes and then picking them up over and over and over. Um, but obviously with a rookie quarterback in our, in my position right now um, with Anthony, um, you know, my, my thing is to try to help him feel as comfortable as possible. Um, you know, obviously that's going to take a few games and things of that nature, but just to feel as comfortable as possible to have trust in myself, our, our office of mine, and um, 
that we're going to make sure that he stays up off the ground, stays clean, so that way he can make plays for us um, and get the ball down the field. How's Anthony looked this summer? He's looked real good, um, real, real good. To be that young and to have the work ethic that he has uh, and to be as humble um, as he is, man, I think the sky is the limit for him just because, the you know, the personality traits um, that he has, you know, everyone really does love being around him. He works super hard, like I said, and, you know, the talent is there. He doesn't have a lack of talent um, from throwing the ball. Um, so I'm excited to see what he does um, in training camp, you know, once the pads are on and, you know, things are really flying around and stuff like that. So he's looked real good this summer, um, just picking up the offenses and things like that. But super excited to see what he does in, uh, in, in training camp. The go-to comp for Anthony is kind of Josh Allen right now, a, a mobile quarterback, big arm. You obviously spent some time with Josh Allen. Do you see any similarities between those two guys? Outside of the big arm, it's hard to tell right now just because um, I, obviously I have way more game experience playing with Josh versus Anthony uh, right now. But, you know, from the athletic standpoint, I think Anthony definitely is a little bit more, is, is more athletic than Josh. But, you know, like I said, it's just hard to compare just because right now I'm just thinking of how Josh was in games and, you know, that type of mentality that he brought to the game, which elevated everyone around him. Um, you know, that's obviously hasn't yet be seen in Anthony just because we haven't played games um, and been in live bullets yet. But, you know, from talent standpoint, athletic standpoint, he, he doesn't lack anything from that um, at all. So, you know, it'll be how he commands the troops and, you know, things of that nature um, once, once that time comes. Obviously, you played in Buffalo into last season and then got traded mid-season. What's that process like that maybe fans don't understand? Uh, it's a process. <laughs> um, I mean, you, you start from obviously, you know, three years in Buffalo. So just being there, you kind of get set into being like, okay, this is somewhat my home right now. Um, and then you just get uprooted. Um, the next, like, it's literally just the next day. So I think the trade happened on a Tuesday, um, on a Tuesday, and then I was in Indy on a Wednesday. So like, there's no, you know, super bridge in between. Of oh, okay, you get the, you know, you get a chance to pack up stuff, you get a few days to kind of get your wrap your head around it and things of that nature. That's not how it works, right? It's Tuesday, this happens. Wednesday, you're on a plane. You're in a new city, you meet new people. Now, you know, you in a hotel for a couple of weeks, you learn a new playbook, you know, all type of things. It just it doesn't stop. Um, you know, and but you know, my wife did a great job of just being able to handle all that stuff. Um, you know, just packing up Buffalo and moving. Um, so that way I was able to focus on on what I need to do on the field and things of that nature. But yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, if you definitely go by it, do it by yourself. Luckily, I didn't have to, so I didn't get a full effect on it. But it's a lot from the standpoint of just being uprooted from one place to the next. You don't really get to say too many goodbyes. Um, for me, it was off day, so I didn't really get to see anyone. Um, so the next time I see a lot of those guys will be um, in a preseason game when we play Buffalo this year. So uh, we know – 
about Michael Pittman, but there's a lot of young pass catchers there uh, in Indianapolis. Um, Josh Downs, you know, Alec Pierce. Anybody standing out to you in particular? Uh, both of those guys didn't have a chance to do much in the in OTAs, uh, yeah. dealing with some little stuff that he had going on, so they weren't on the field much. Um, but I've already heard really good things about about Josh and his his mindset that he brings to the game, and you know, I've seen his tape obviously, so I would love to see what he does in training camp and how that's going to translate and yeah. what role he's going to play in helping us, um, you know, be better than we were last year. I mean, obviously, Alec. Yeah, I was going into his second year, so that's usually the year where they love to see guys jump in this league. Um, and I think with new OC, new head coach, just being a new offense overall and really understanding the offense more than he did last season with all the other turmoil that was going on as well, which is, is going to be hard for a rookie. Yeah. Um, gives some stability um, in offense and just kind of understanding his game, the game plan and stuff like that. I think I was going to have a really good year. Um, you know, him being the second guy outside of outside of Pittman, uh, and then you have Downs, and then we have the Woods, and, you know, we have a lot of guys, um, Big Mo, just a lot of dudes that can really do a lot of different things. And I think being in this offense and obviously having Shane come over from the Eagles and seeing the way they use so many different guys um, just all over the field is you can't be any more happier to get a coach like that um, to come in for you. What's what's been your first impression of of Shane Steichen? He's a worker. Um, nothing short of work. You know, he's it's it's hard to explain. Um, you know, he just about his work every single day. You know, it's not too many gimmicks and playing around. You know, it's when we're in the building when it's time to work, we work in between those lines. It's time to work full attention, um, making sure we get everything that we can out of the day. Um, but, you know, I mean, super good dude, though. You know, you can talk to him, real personable. Um, and, you know, I think guys get a real good sense of that from him, um, which also, which always helps. But, you know, you can see why he's had success in this league um, since he's been in and the roles he's been in. It's just the way that he attacks his day. Um, and, you know, it's the standard that he sets. I think, obviously, being in Buffalo, and winning so many games and being in certain games and things like that and just being in that culture, um, we had a standard that we set that we need to be at every single day. Um, and I think Shane has something very similar to that that he's um, engraving into the coach. Um, so it's going to be fun to see how it works out for the first year. But, you know, it's definitely he's definitely doing a lot of really good things, though. He's Zach Moss of the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, having a full full offseason with the team certainly helps you out. Uh, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to join us here, Zach. It's been a pleasure having you. Absolutely, man. No problem at all. Yeah, Trey, it was really good to hear from, from Zach Moss. Um, again, this is a guy who you go back and uh, you look at some old tweets and you're like, oh man, I call them at points disappointing for fantasy. And like, and I, I think they understand that that's kind of part of the deal. Like when you're a professional athlete, but that it always is nice to know, oh yeah, he's married and has a kid and he's had to move across the country. And this is a podcast that I think is really just going to help humanize guys who you kind of view as entertainment. And um, that was certainly one of those experiences for me. Yeah, fantasy gets in into that realm of, you know, just 
siloed focus on one thing, you know, yards, touchdowns, receptions. Like there, there's a lot that goes into this, uh, this football stuff. And there's a lot that goes into it off the field. And, you know, he's, he's been through a lot this last year and, and uh, gets an off season in Indianapolis with, with these young guys and a new head coach and yeah, super excited for him. Great guy. And, and I thought the interview was solid. We're going to have some more player interviews coming uh, down the line. We're not ready to announce anything yet, Trey, but um, we're just hoping to keep bringing these little profiles and these little snapshots for you. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've been enjoying the Franchise Focus podcast series that, quite frankly, is exhausting me. But, hey, I started it. I better finish it. There's no (laughs) – I don't don't think I have a choice there. And I hope you've been keeping up with the Hanson's Hins podcast and the Take Talk. Trey, we we are loaded on the fantasy points podcast network. Now we have a, we, we changed the logo a little bit. We had to call it the network right. now. Shout out to Joe Dolan. He's been, he's been putting in the work uh, in the off season, like not many are doing, you know, in June. So uh big shout out to Joe. The, the content's been great. He's bringing a lot of stuff, uh, deserves the flowers right now. So, and Trey's the guy who makes me look and sound good by clipping out all the stuff that was crappy and just putting the good stuff on social media, which is, <laughs> <laughs> which, which I certainly need. So, For Trey Camberling, I'm Joe Dolan. This has been the Fantasy Points Podcast. Thanks to Zach Moss for joining us, and we'll be back with you soon.